there, this is Emmy. Um, I'm still planning on doing the episode I mentioned about, like, defining terms and such, um, but I thought I would do a little, I don't know, segue, um, before I delve into more super heavy stuff with some comic relief, so I thought I'd do this, um, episode on house cleaning horror stories because um, given the state of my house, it is on my mind. (laughs) Though, as you probably know by now, um, as I have a bit of a dark sense of humor, um, (laughs) there probably will be moments of of that as well. Um, So I guess for starters, I should mention that um, two of these house cleaning horror stories, dun dun dun, Um, are actually involving houses I cleaned quote-unquote professionally um, because I've done quite a bit of house cleaning among other things I've had like over 100 jobs at this point (laughs) Um, so anyway a couple of them I I clean professionally and these stories are from clients and one of them is from a former house of mine you know uh, our apartment so the first one um, it's more just like It was a heavy clean, I guess, but the people were great, actually. So it was a new client um, when I was working in California at my first house cleaning job ever. (laughs) It was within the first two weeks, and I I had recently had to quit uh, a job because of some stalking (laughs) I was experiencing that I've mentioned in a previous podcast. Um, And I was trying to save to leave a really, you know, unhealthy marriage, so... I was like taking every job that gave me, like working six days a week, over 40 hours a week, you know, like I'll scrub whatever toilet to get away from this clown, you know? So that was kind of the state I was in and, and they're like, hey, we have a new client. Would you like to take it? Like absolutely. So I show up and it's in a, you know, a suburb and it was a pretty nice house, nothing crazy. But, um, when I go in, um, I meet the owner and it's an older lady and she was really sweet. Um, it was her and her husband and they both had health conditions. Um, I think it was like diabetes and a couple of other things. So they weren't able to clean much for themselves. So I'm like, okay, sweet. I get to help them as well. That's great. But, um, then she mentioned, um, you know, like, Hey, I don't know if you want to start in the bathroom or, you know, where you want to start. So I'm like, okay, sure. You know, so I kind of bring all my stuff into the bathroom and um, kind of our claim to fame with the company I was with is that we only used all natural products. Um, So we didn't actually use bleach unless they asked us to. And even then the only thing they they gave us was this tiny bleach pen for like tile and stuff. But um, anyway, so I go in the bathroom and I'm like, you know, ready to get started. And just as soon as I open the door, it's, I'm just like hit with this not even with like more like a wall of um just urine smell (laughs) straight up um and I'm like whoa what's happening here so I I started looking around and I'm like wow like this is so crazy like they must have done like some artwork in here or something because there's just you know orange paint um splattered on the wall and the base of the toilet and around the toilet and then, to my horror, um, I realize it's it's not paint. It's actually um, dried urine that is, like, so bad. 
that it is orange. So about the time I'm like realizing this, <laughs> the nice older lady kind of peeks her head around and is like, hey, I just wanted to mention, like, I'm sorry, you know, our son has some, some learning difficulties and you might want to close the door. And I'm thinking in my head, like, there's no fucking way I can close the door. I'll pass out from the, the, the fumes here. But, you know, I didn't obviously say anything, so I'm just like, oh, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, it's just when he needs to use the bathroom, he just goes. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's just like, yeah, and like, he's like 30. And then I kind of see him walk by, and I notice he's like a big guy. And um, so she's like, you might just like, he doesn't, he doesn't mean to hurt anyone, but you might just want to close the door. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, she walks away, and I'm like, okay, well, shit, I'm definitely closing the door now. Um, so I'm kind of like struck between like, okay, this is obviously way over my head in terms of the state this bathroom is in. Um, but I'm also having a lot of compassion because like, damn, like she can't clean and they have the son with a learning difficulty and this is just unlivable conditions. And she'd, she'd also mentioned in passing like, oh yeah, they said, a you know, care worker or whatever had said we needed to get it cleaned. So I'm thinking, well, shit, okay. So I want to help these people. So I close the door put on a mask and I'm just like soaking it in the citrus cleaner we have like <laughs> like without any kind of dilution just pouring it on um so I managed to get through it um I almost gagged a few times I'm not gonna lie but I just kind of focused on how much I wanted to get out of the situation I was in at, at home and that kind of helped me just like scrub the toilet um so anyway I actually got it pretty clean and they were so nice um she ended up tipping me like 20 bucks which was pretty good for the time so anyway it was a happy ending um despite the the horror of the the state of their their restroom but um but yeah so that was the first one it's not overly dramatic but yeah it is the worst bathroom or one of the worst i think i have ever seen so the second one i was going to tell you guys about um was actually, like I said, at a, um, an apartment I had lived in. So it was when I was living in rural Pennsylvania, um, and I was living with my then-husband um, in a townhouse. <laughs> and yeah, there wasn't a lot around, so we had already planned to like move out, um, and we had this vacation plan to visit family in Florida. Um, kind of in the middle of the move out. Um, so we'd kind of pre-packed a lot of stuff, but then the day we got back from Florida, we had 24 hours to finish moving, well, to finish packing and move everything from the old apartment to the new apartment, which was about maybe 20 minutes away, kind of this little arts old mining district or whatever. So, so we'd both kind of done what we could um, in the weeks, you know, before the trip so that, you know, in the last 24 hours when we got back, we could just, you know, kind of pump it out. But, um, so when I was working, you know, he'd clean and when he was working, I'd clean and kind of like, you know, bag stuff up and everything. So we'd be ready to go. So I noticed like, um, right before we left, um, there was a big, you know, trash bag in the middle of the, the living room area. And I was like, we should probably take that out. And He's like, no, no, it's fine. Just leave it. I'll take care of it, you know? And 
and of course he doesn't. Um, so it's just sitting there, um, like, right. But I'm like, ah, oh, it's just a bag of trash. We're only going to be gone for, I think it was like actually less than a week to Florida. It was like a few days and like weekend trips. It's like, okay, cool. We'll be fine. So like we go on our trip and it's whatever we get back and we have these 24 hours. So we're cleaning like mad, you know, and just packing stuff up in the car, in the U-Haul, um, and this bag, you know, it's like still there. Um, so I mean, we've cleaned around it, right? Um, and for whatever reason, he, you know, wanted to <laughs> to wait to take it out uh, right before we left, I guess. So pretty much everything's in the car, and I'd already vacuumed, you know, like, and dude had insisted on buying a, a like a carpet shampooing vacuum. Um, for, you know, God knows what reason, um, like a really nice one. But then on top of it, um, he rented a shop vac, like the, you know, like the deep clean carpet cleaning, like professional grade, <laughs> um, vacuum from like a grocery store or something. And I'm like, why the hell do we need this? Like I've already been over it with this overpriced vacuum and it's clean. He's like, no, we have to go over it, you know, three times or whatever it is. So he'd already been doing that and he did that at every apartment, you know, that we moved out of, which I always found kind of odd, but at any rate, he'd already done that, right? And insisted on wiping the walls down with ammonia and water, but like getting, I guess, whatever scratches he thought were on the wall or, you know, whatever it was that he was trying to wipe away, I guess we, we may never know. Um... So the, the place is like spotless besides this giant garbage bag in the middle of the living room. So he's like running around getting stuff and I try to kind of like pick it up, you know, so it's really big. So I'm kind of straining to pick it up. And as soon as it's even a few inches off the ground, I just kind of look down and I saw these translucent looking like worm things. And I like kind of shriek and I'm not like one to get weird around bugs, but this was just, like, fucking gnarly, man, <laughs> like, and then I realized it's, like, it's, like, fucking maggots, you know, like, there's maggots, um, so I'm, like, horrified, like, how does that happen in a week, better, you know, or a few days or whatever, so I kind of jump back, and he hears me, so, he, like, runs back in the room, he's, like, what are you doing, and I was, like, I was just trying to take out this giant garbage bag that's been here, <laughs> He's like, oh no, like leave it, leave it, like I'll take care of it. And I'm like, well, there's, there's maggots, you know, there's, I think there's maggots underneath the, the trash bag. And he's like, oh, and like, yeah, <laughs> I think they're in the carpet now. He's like, oh, I'll take care of it. And, and I was kind of surprised to be honest, cause like he always was kind of uh, weak and he never actually took care of any kind of dirty jobs. Usually it always made me do it, you know, whether it's like killing a bug or insert anything, um, remotely unpleasant. So I was like, okay, sweet. Wow. That's nice. So he's like, yeah, just go in the car. And you know, it's cause it already started raining. He's like, just go in the car. I'll take care of it. I'll be out in a second. I was like, okay, sweet. You know? So I go wait in the car and, uh, you know, it's raining sitting in the car. It's like packed with stuff. We had trash in the back and, um, he comes out a few minutes later, you know, um, several minutes later and, uh, he has like one big bag and one little bag and, I guess he'd rebagged, you know, the giant bag and then put, well, I guess whatever paper towels he'd used to clean up and, uh, in another bag. And he said he went back over it with a vacuum and it was fine. So, um, so yeah, we hauled it to the dump and I still, I don't really know 
you know, why, um, why there were maggots, like what exactly was in the bag. Um, nor do I fully understand why there was so much vacuuming, um, to the level that there was or wiping down of walls. So I guess that's kind of an eerie hanging question mark, um, as far as that horror story. (laughs) It has no real ending, I guess. Um, but yeah, that would be house cleaning horror story number two. Probably the scariest in a strange way. But at any rate, on to another one. So the last house cleaning horror story I was going to share with you guys today is another former client that I only visited once, and you'll understand why very shortly. (laughs) So this is when I was working for a house cleaning company down in Florida. And as, you know, most of us know, thanks to Florida Man, um, Florida is a special kind of weird. And and it has people that are a special kind of crazy. Um, And I can say that because I'm a Florida native. Um, And some of them are harmless crazy. And then some of them are terrifying. (laughs) You know, I remember hearing that, like, the serial killer capitals of of the country were, you know, I think California and Florida. And to be honest, having lived in both, I completely believe that. I really do. Um, And I I see why. So anyway, uh, working at this company, kind of in between jobs, so I'm doing this house cleaning gig, and um, they send me to this guy's house, and they usually sent us alone, occasionally we'd be in groups if it was a big house, but you know, they were supposed to vet the clients before they sent them to us so we don't end up at, you know, some crazy asshole's house, (laughs) which for the most part, you know, they had done a good job of so far, so I didn't think much of it, you know, I always carried a taser on me, you know, but I go to this guy's house and it's in the middle of the day and I kind of walk in and right away it's, it's a little strange, right? Because he has the door wide open, like the front door and he leaves it open and there's, there's not much actual furniture. There was like one couch and a TV, but then there's just like these cat condos kind of stacked up and they're like dusty as heck. And he just has like one little side, like glass case kind of thing, almost like a display case, right? And there's there's a few really old family photos on the walls, but it's just a wreck. But it's like weirdly vacant at the same time. Like, I don't know, it almost looked like he was moving out, but he wasn't. Anyway, he's an older guy, um, kind of heavy, just got weird vibes from him, you know? And normally I would have just left, but, you know, I needed the money and they wouldn't have been happy with me, just this particular company just leaving. And I'm like, well, the door's open. It's broad daylight. You know, it's, they know where I am. I have a taser. Like, what's the worst that could happen, right? You know? (laughs) So I, you know, introduce myself and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start, you know, in the back bathroom. So I go in the back and it's like, there's this long hallway and there's, then there's two bed bedrooms and each has a bathroom in the, in the back. There's not much windows back there, and it just kind of felt creepy, so I, I wanted to get done with that part as fast as I could. So I'm in the bathroom, and I'm cleaning, and he'd already said he wanted me to use bleach, so I was like, okay, yeah, sure, that's kind of unusual, but yeah, no worries, I'll use the strongest thing I have. So I'm in there, and it's not even really that dirty, but I'm cleaning in this windowless bathroom, and uh, I, you know, it's kind of hot in there and muggy, and so I'm trying to hurry up. 
and he just shows up like I realize he's at the doorway um <laughs> he's just standing there I'm like uh hi you know and he's like oh hey how's it going I'm like it's good you know just finishing up so he kind of like stands there for a second and then moves away and I'm like okay that was weird but whatever so I'm cleaning and I kind of like as quickly as I can I make my way out of the hallway area um and then there's an additional bathroom before you get to the little dining area in the kitchen so I start in there and and that's kind of the point when he starts just like trying to blatantly make conversation which isn't really that unusual I was a little uncomfortable just because I was in shorts because it's hot outside and I was trying to clean the tub and so I'm kind of having to bend over a little bit so I'm trying to be like aware because I'm not trying to like show this guy my ass or anything but I'm trying to like still do a good job so you know and he's like trying to talk to me so I'm like talking and cleaning and um trying to hurry up so I can get the heck out of there um and his conversation just got immediately odd like he started with like oh how long you been doing this and I'm like aware enough to to be vague on any personal details um and and yeah like then he starts talking about how he's had a lot of jobs and I'm like yeah me too you know (laughs) all over the place (laughs) but um he starts talking about one of his first jobs when he was a young man and like he's like yeah I used to be part of the crew with the police that would move out you know corpses from crime scenes and I was just like okay uh that's interesting um but then like I mean that that was kind of strange right a little dark but he doesn't stop there like he starts going on this wacky monologue as I'm cleaning the tub and just like holy crap I need to get out of here like he goes in this monologue of, of talking about what people do when they die like what happens to their body and like some story of him moving this guy out of this crime scene with his friend and it was just so creepy um so I kind of tried to just like make light of it so it wouldn't get weirder <laughs> so I'm like oh wow that's crazy yeah that's that's an intense job so I'm like just trying to hurry up so I, I finish in the bathroom and he's still kind of talking to me and I'm like okay there's an interlude in conversation where he's not speaking thank god so as I'm like going from you know the bathroom to the the kitchen area like I pass the dining room so I'm kind of quickly dusting and I look up and I notice that in the glass case that I mentioned um one of the few pieces of furniture he has a collection of um ceramic figurines <laughs> and apparently um you know his choice of, of, of decoration of, of the theme for these figurines and the painting surrounding it um was sad clowns not even kidding like sad clowns and I'm not a fan of clowns I'm really not I don't know many people who are who are over the age of five um so yeah I'm just looking like oh, okay this is fucking creepy <laughs> so he kind of sees me notice I'm like oh you like clowns and he's like yeah I have a really big collection I'm like oh wow it's it's interesting <laughs> so I'm kind of going into the kitchen now and cleaning and I he's like yeah the, the stove is really dirty you know you might like it's caked on you know and I'm like oh don't worry I have oven cleaner so I break out the oven cleaner and this the stuff um isn't really strong like the stuff I had so I'm trying he's like why don't you try this and he gives me this oven cleaner and we're allowed to use their products if they want us to so I'm like okay yeah sure I'll try this 
So I was reading the back and it's like toxic, you know, fumes. So but I'm like, it's a pretty open area. So he's standing like right there and I'm like kind of spraying it at a distance and starting to work on it. And um, I start feeling a little lightheaded, right? And I'm like, whoa, I think that's probably enough of this. It's like, you know, a little bit strong. And, and then he looks at me and he goes like, yeah, I mean, I'd hate for you to just pass out and fall on the floor right now, right? And I'm just like looking at him like, what the hell, you know? Um, so that was really creepy. And I'm like, are you trying to get me to pass out in your house, you crazy person? So I'm like, huh, yeah, wouldn't want that. So I'm like finishing as fast as I can, but then he's like starts talking about his girlfriend who's like supposedly like 20 years younger than him and how she works the DMV and like can look people up and just like it gets so weird. So I'm just like, interesting, okay. And um, I'm thinking at this point, like, do I run? But then after the DMV comment, I'm like, if he follows me to my car and sees my license plate and then he's going to be pissed, it's more likely he's going to try to like, you know, make this an ongoing experience for me. So I'm like, maybe if I just finish cleaning and then leave, he'll just stay inside and then just leave me alone. So I finish cleaning and I'm kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to get out of here. looks like we're good. And, um, and the other thing is I had like three bags of gear in a vacuum, so I, I couldn't just leave those or I'd get charged and it would have been obvious if I left them, you know? So anyway, I finish and I'm, I'm leaving and he keeps trying to like draw me into conversation again. I'm like, I'm sorry, I really got to get to my next appointment. So I'm kind of like going towards the door <laughs> as, you know, quickly as I can without it being obvious that I want to run away. And he kind of follows me up and he, and he pauses in the hallway, like when I'm kind of closer to the door than him, but and he looks at this painting and he like starts talking about his dad who's, who died, right? You know, and like how stern of a man he was. And I was like, wow, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. I really got to go. And he kind of like, I see him look at the hallway, you know, and, and I'm just like, I had this feeling like, oh my gosh, I think this guy is like considering trying to like tackle me right now or something. So I kind of inch a few, you know, steps closer to the door. I'm like, well, have a nice day. And he's, then he kind of looks back and he's like, well, you know, I had a house cleaner before and, uh, she had to, she had to quit for some reason. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you found our service. And he's like, yeah, if you ever want to clean independently, make some more money. And he hands me like this creepily moist $20 bill. And he's like, you know, um, I could, I could contact you directly, just you have my number and, you know, you could come and clean for me like she did because she had to quit and she, you know, I guess because she doesn't come here anymore. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm not really allowed to do that, but I'll keep it in mind if I hear of somebody who's interested, I'll uh, let you know. Thank you. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And so I kind of like, he follows me out to the door anyway, and he's standing there as I'm like putting the stuff in my car. And I'm just like, just want to get the hell out of there at that point. And I was like, okay, have a nice day. I just speed off. I'm like, holy shit. I was so happy to be out of that house um, and alive. <laughs> but I got to say, um, I had some choice words with the cleaning company after that day of like, where the fuck did you guys send me? You know, Mr. Killer Sad Clown Guy. Um, like... I could have been murdered. Um, 
So I wasn't very happy about that. Because too, I thought, you know, I've known crazy people. I know how to handle crazy to some extent. Um, I'd like to think. But, you know, there's a lot of girls I worked with who are younger than me, you know, who, who didn't handle conflict in the same way. And I just kept thinking, like, what if it'd been one of them? Like, what would have happened? You know, guys, like, come on. Don't be sending, you know, anyone, but especially a small-framed chick alone, like a young chick alone, to some weirdo's house who collects sad clowns and likes to talk about how he used to move corpses for a living. It's just not normal, you know? It's not okay. Anyway, so... That was one of the scariest um, house cleaning horror stories and job experiences I have ever had. (laughs) And there's been a few. Um, But anyway, so that kind of concludes my house cleaning horror stories for today. I'm planning on next time um, trying to tackle those terms we talked about. um, Because I do think vocabulary is important, especially when it comes to, um, you know, things like abuse and domestic violence and things of that nature Um, because I think it is something that that lends clarity um, and is also kind of validating and I think it's a I think it's a huge part of of the education I feel like we we need as a society to to actually you know stop this shit from happening or at least lower it um, and, and empower people to get out of those situations and to see them before it's too late. So, and to help other people. So anyway, next time I'm probably going to talk about that. Exciting. I know. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed a little darkly humorous, um, scary stories. Do, 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 do. And now I've really got to go, um, clean my house. So bye. Thanks for listening.